Welcome to the Angelic Revelation Program. Here we are still in the series of life, episode 18. Oh my God. Holy Spirit, help us, aid us today. We are in need of you. Many do not understand how the kingdom of darkness has adapted every strategy from light. You see, there are demons that can influence a person without having to possess a person. Powers are different. And there are those that can influence a person because they've already possessed the person. But here, I want to, to look at this word, possess. The Lord said, Wherever your feet shall tread upon, you shall possess that land. I want you to understand the word possess. To possess something is to have authority over something. It is your possession. And you can do whatever you want with whatever you've possessed. Why am I saying this? I want to show you that if the Holy Spirit has indeed possessed you, He can override anything in your system. He can change anything. And we know what nature he is, is a pure, is of a pure nature, a holy nature. He wants a house that is clean, a house that is holy. And when he possesses such a place, he will never allow anything to contaminate that place. But there is a scripture taking you back to Genesis. Genesis 3. Remember, Adam was there, Eve was there. But it tells us about a certain being or beast. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. You see, he has a certain approach to what the Lord has said. But 
Why are we here? I'm here to show you that there was an influence without a possession. There was an influence without a possession. I remember in the book of Chronicles, the Bible tells us that Satan enticed David to number Israel. Yet again, another session where there was no possession, but there was an influence and there was action taken upon that influence. You might say that's the Old Testament. Then we come back to the times that we are in, in the New Testament. Matthew 16, 22. Remember, Peter took Jesus aside. And he said, this thing shall not happen unto thee. But Jesus said, but the verse says, but he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be. Thou, thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Was, Be was Peter possessed? No. But he was influenced yet again from outside. And then he spoke because the influence was successful. Mm, Lord Jesus, help us, help us, help us. Why did I have to show you these examples or these scenarios? It's because I wanted you to see that all that has happened there, it was for evil, but it was copied from light. You see, when you confess Jesus and you are thinking that He, the Holy Spirit, is in you, He's not. He is influencing you from outside. That is why you can come and say, I heard another voice saying, because he did not say it from inside of you. Some say another heart. You see, when you have doubt, it is not inside of you. 
there is a voice speaking outside. Or rather, let me say, it's not always that the voice is coming from inside. Most of the time, the voice is coming from outside to contend with whatever you believe. And the Holy Spirit, though giving you gifts, He influences you from outside because you are not ready in the inside to be subjected to Him. And He is not a person of force. He is a gentle person. He only possesses by permission. And what He possesses for you to let him go of that thing. It is over for you. So it is better for him to influence you from outside that even when you anger him, you don't risk the chances of dying. You minimize the chances of dying. Jeremiah said, if you rebuke me in thy anger, I will surely die. Imagine the Holy Spirit inside of you rebuking you in anger. You can't tell me that the Holy Spirit does not get angry. No. You would die. So it's better he gets angry from outside where the chances of dying are minimum. And he can always come back and say, let us continue, you did wrong. But I want you to focus on the word possess, overtake, take control. You see, overtake, overtake my life. You might be thinking of a car passing, another car. No, we are not talking about that. We are talking about overtaking, going ahead of your life. Yeah, similar to that, but we are looking at your life. Overtaking, going ahead of your life. Possess, taking control, control, take control. To possess is to take control of a land. Having full control over a land. That is the nature of the Holy Spirit. He takes control. He does not want anyone to take control. Remember on the previous one, I was showing you that if you get in a car and you probably ask for a lift and you are moving and the Holy Spirit is driving, or rather I said a person is driving and you said, Sir, make a U-turn, you will probably get out of the car. You see, I was painting a picture of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does not want to be a passenger. He wants to be the driver. That's why even Jesus was driven into the wilderness to be tempted, driven. When you get inside a car, 
with the Holy Spirit. You never drive that car. When it takes control of you, you never drive yourself. And there is no way you can drive yourself. You can never think things that are out of context. You will stay in line in the will of God because He is that will. He is a witness. Without Him, oh, we will continue to fall short. Previously, we were talking about the power that empowers the power. The power has to take control of the power in order for you to function like a God. And you can only function like a God when Holy Spirit has taken over you, has possessed you to do good, to go about doing good. Jesus was possessed by the Holy Spirit and he went about doing good. The thing is, you think that possession, because in most cases we talk about possession in form of being under attack by spirit, but possession is not only for demons. Also the spirit of God possesses a person, but it does not possess by force. No, he wants you to agree and he possesses that body, possesses your soul, possesses your spirit. It's not only there for the body, no. Is there for everything that is in the body. That's why a certain psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And everything that is within me. And he said, Forget not his benefits. You see, when it takes control of you, there are benefits, and the benefit is life. The greatest benefit is life. The greatest benefit is longevity, strength, outstanding wisdom. People look at you and be like, no, 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 no. This is not the same Ashton we know. This is not the same Nico we know. This is not the same angelic commander we know. This is a different, oh, he is different altogether. They look at you and they're like, no, we don't understand what's happening. Because he has possessed you. Oh, see how it is for a demon to come out. It's a battle. But with the Holy Spirit, hmm, it's easy to lose him. That's why the word says, or rather the scripture says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Do not grieve the spirit. It is danger. Because he loves you. He will not risk entering into you while yet you still want to be disobedient. He will be by your side guiding you. That's why every time you have to pray, you have to say, Holy Spirit, help me. Because you are still in charge. And you need him to help you. But Holy Spirit, initially, you and him are supposed to be one. 
Jesus prayed and said, Father, I pray for this, that they be one with us, not with me. He did not say you must become one with him alone, but with the Father. So therefore, there is a need for the Spirit of the Father. And the Father, my brother, is boss. He takes charge. He leads his children. He controls the territory. But why? Because you might look at it and say, the father is a control freak. No. You need to understand that how he is is how you are. What you think you are is what you're not. The spirit of the father helps you to move in the will. It moves you in the will. It drives you in the will. It maintains you in the will. In the course that you are designed, the destiny that you have been given only when he takes possession of you, the Holy Spirit. Oh, but first, you need to fulfill your obedience. Prove yourself to be a son. Obedient. Prove yourself. Work in a manner worthy of that calling. When you walk in a manner worthy of that calling, my God, Oh, remember Philip. He was not an apostle. Some say he was an evangelist. Some say he was a deacon. But the word says he was an evangelist. The scripture says if he is Philip the evangelist. His form of evangelizing was so unique. He didn't travel like me and you. He moved by the Spirit. He had to chase a, a, a chariot and he moved by the Spirit with an angel. And after baptizing the man, the Bible says the Spirit caught him and took him to Azotus. If it is that name, if I remember it very well. But it, take, it took him to a place. And he appeared there. And it was a shock. But look, I'm just trying to show you what happens. You don't carry yourself. He carries you to wherever you ought to be. You see, he was woken up. When he was woken up, he obeyed and he, he stood. And when he started moving, Holy Spirit said, this is a person I possess. This is the type of people I possess. Not people when I say wake up, they remain stubborn. Mm. My goodness. My brother, my sister. My sheep hear my voice. Commandment is to be kept. By one man's obedience, we ought to be obedient. Just as by one man's disobedience, we were disobedient. We were disobedient. This is how it is. But I am praying that our hearts 
may be set on him. Nothing but him. Desire not the things of the world any longer, but desire the things above. Shift your eyes from everything of this earth and shift your eyes and set them on high. I will look up to the hills from whence my help will come from. Shift your eyes to the hills. There is a king. There is a king waiting to receive a prince. There is a father waiting to receive a son. And unto a son you give the spirit of the father. You are given the spirit of the father. Through Jesus you receive the spirit of the father. And you begin to walk like the Father, speak like the Father, move like the Father, talk like the Father. He says, I will give you wisdom. That even when you talk to your enemies, they shall not be able to return any word back to you. They shall be left in awe. And they said, we have never seen such a man who speaks like this man, such power, such conviction. That will be you, how you saw Jesus, that will be you. Ah, my God, I see you, I see you there, I see you there. Wonderful Father, I see them there, in the place of obedience, in the place of obedience, in the place of obedience. I see them fulfilling their obedience. I see Him, the Holy Spirit, coming upon us, resting upon us, taking possession of us. Oh, we are becoming what we were in the beginning before we left your dwelling. Exactly like you, thinking like you, the mind like you, eyes like you, hands like you, legs like you, speaking like you. Oh, makata parakatiketile mande barashatatalabanda. Like you, everything in your likeness. And ah, my God, I thank the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. Oh, we have seen the gifts. They are amazing. Just as we were crying for Jesus, the person, not the name. We are crying for the Holy Spirit, the person, not the gifts. We don't want your presence. We want you to be present in us. We don't want you to help us. We want you to take control. I pray in the name of Jesus. As the Lord Jesus said, what more of the Father if you ask? of the Holy Ghost. We are asking for the person of the Holy Ghost. From here, we will not move the same, we will not speak the same, we will not think the same, we will think in your mind, in the mind of Jesus, which is your mind, we will think in his mind, which is your mind. We, we have received him whom you have sent, meaning that we have received you. We can't say we have, we have received Jesus and 
continue to be disobedient. We have received them, thus we are obedient. Working out that salvation in obedience to come into the fullness of oneness, the fullness of unity, the fullness of the Godhead. Thank you, my Father. In the name of Jesus, here we are. In Jesus' name, we, were, we will no longer be the same. Right now, I see us, we are no longer the same. In Jesus' name, brethren, until we meet again, cry in your secret place. To be possessed by the Holy Spirit is not the same to be possessed by demons. To be possessed by the Holy Spirit is to be possessed by life. Mm. Is to be a son of the Almighty God through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus the Messiah. Through Jesus our Savior. He came so that we receive Him. Him, not the name. We receive Him. In receiving Him, we have opened a door in obedience for the Spirit of the Father to invite us. Oh, we work the power of Jesus. And by working the power of Jesus, which is by obedience, Holy Spirit, you, have, you will abode in us, remain in us, henceforth. And never leave us. We will not contend with you. But we are subject. Submit to God. We resist the devil. We submit to God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh. Blessed day. Blessed night. Wherever you are listening us from. This is the place of life. There's no better place than this. Until we meet again. I am excited. I hope you are excited. We shall begin to do amazing work with the Father. Not for the Father. With the Father. Let us not be like the brother of the prodigal, of the prodigal son who was thinking that he was working for the Father, not knowing that he was keeping what the Father had given to him. Adam gave away what was given to him. We were given the Son. Let us not be negligent of that gift in the name of Jesus. God bless you, brethren. Amen and amen.